So welcome to the No Shame Podcast. Um, phase one of the lockdown, we have entered it. Um, I don't know about you, but it seems like there's some hope in the air. I've seen some um, some magical things over the last few days. Uh, people in the parks uh, with their families. Um, some videos that we I've seen of of um, grandparents being able to get closer to their to their grandchildren. There's a video out there I watched. Um, and I have to say, it brought tears to my eyes. It's it's an older woman. She's 101 years of age, and she's talking. Uh, she's writing a letter to her, her grandson Daniel, um, and it's amazing because Daniel's only being born. So she was born in 1920, and Daniel was born in uh, 2020. So there was a day between them. Um, I, you, everyone's probably seen this video, so I'm probably preaching to the choir. But if you haven't, you have to go and see this. Um, the lady makes a great kind of um, comparison between, so she was born in 1920, so 1921 um, and, and 22 being the, the, the years of the treaties and, and, and merging into that. Um, now she, she's explaining to Daniel that I was born, she says, I was born in an extremely strange time, um, and but we made the best of it. You were born in an extremely uh, strange time and I want you to make the best of it. And she says... Um, you are gonna grow up, and you're gonna you're gonna play with little boys and girls, and 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 all and all of the things that I've done when it was small, and, and then she kind of checks herself on the end of it, which is kind of sad in a way because um, as humans, I think we've been through everything. We've been through we've been through so much to do with um with, with evolution, and, and death has has passed through you uh, humankind for, for many times, and and I don't think this is going to be any different. I don't think that uh, in my own personal opinion. I don't think there is a such thing as a, a, a new normal, if you must, you know. Um, I think there's a, a more educated normal. So when we do go back to, to normal, um, it should be a more educated normal, not a new normal, um, because nobody's agreed to, 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 to what the normal was in the first place. So um, that's I think that's open for debate. Um, there's a few things uh, that have, have shined light on, and especially what I do. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, every single house, every single... Um, uh, wall in my house or floor in my house is being painted or lifted or relayed um, same with the gym as well at the moment um, so we've kind of had this this fresh uh, inside our, our, our hives if you must or inside our nests this freshness happening from the from the inside out and when I plan that to, to pour that out to bring that out I feel a lot fresher than myself as a human as a, as a person we've, I've probably got more rest over the next the last little while than, than I ever have in the last 10 years so um there's a lot of positives to bring from from what, what has happened. Um, another thing that I observed over the weekend was the the study of vitamin D. So vitamin D has um it's the and it's the it's the the it, it's from the, the the English studies of it. So it's it's top level stuff that the guy is talking about, and he's talking about how people that are deficient in vitamin D. So uh, if you if you go out in the sun, you can get it, you get it from tuna, you get it from all these other things. Um, John Lally as well is another man that uh, podcast that you have to check out as well. And uh, he's only at the start and, and, and he's talking about this, so the, the benefit of it. Um, now, this is the, the study that's done is um, is a, like a, a placebo test, so split, so half of them go this way, half of them go this way, one gets a placebo, and one gets doesn't have the tests that get done. So it's one of the most high-level tests that you can do regarding... Um, uh, what this tested, um, so people that are uh, they deficient in vitamin D. So I definitely would be um, being really pale skin. Um, where we live, we don't go out. Um, 
training inside a lot of the time so a lot of martial artists so amateurs and stuff like that coming up you will be deficient in uh, vitamin d and it has massive benefits on on your body so the the infections uh, rate goes up and um, the the idea of being able to when you do get infected or you do get chest infections this the severity of them goes up the number that they're saying that if you are deficient in vitamin d and you take vitamin d so one capsule a day you end up 75% less likely to, to catch viruses and sicknesses. And if you do, you are in a much better place to fight them. Um, so a little bit of a chunking of, of news there that we thought I'd add on. And my last little bit of news is for the martial arts community out there. Um, we, um, there was a meeting and a group set up for, for the community. It actually stemmed from the podcast. Um, we suggested that we should get together and come up with this United idea. And um, somebody took that idea and put it into a meeting and... Fair play to you because that's exactly what's needed. That initiative between it. I always I have the ideas in my head, but then the time doesn't add up for me. So sometimes I get lost. Today, the second I think it was the second phase was released of what's going on in the UK and combat sports and, and contact sports and sparring and stuff like that is is in phase two. So I think that's going to give us a chance to be able to look at what's actually going on and the result of um, people entering back into these sports and give us a good decision maker some good numbers to be able to for when we're getting back to our own sports um here on the on the island of Ireland. And anyway, so enough waffle. Today I have on Owen Colgan, the man, the the, the myth, the legend, the <laughs> the Dana White is Dana White's most wanted man, um Owen Colgan. So this should be a bit of crack. Good to see you brother. Um do you know that it was episode sixteen when you first came on? Right, I was. I'm up to hundred and thirty odd now. I think you're only wow. a young. You were only a young flit on episode sixteen. I wasn't long off the tit when you got me on it. Were <laughs> <laughs> you just still on it? <laughs> I still going back on it the weekends. Yeah, I mean we're getting stuck now. But well, how long are you doing the podcast? Oh, we're at it. About probably about two years now. Jesus Christ! How do you like it still? We're flying. I think it's a buzz. It's a. Uh, do you know what I like about it? I like the idea of being able to be corrected on it as well. So. Sometimes you yeah. say stuff and then, and then some expert comes in and slaps the head off me, you know what I mean? And tells me in the comment section that I should be shut me fucking mouth. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get over I've been doing about like five podcasts a week at this point during the lockdown and it's like, I feel like I've always got something, I have to always have something to say. I'm like, fuck, I need to start saying, you know, I, I need to start thinking of something fresh to say all the time. It's tricky. The podcasts are good fun because you get to chat to randomers, but uh, they can be tricky. Like, That's your mistake there, right? You're thinking. That thinking stuff. It's overrated. Yeah. Do you, reckon, do you reckon it should be just free, Alan Watts' job? Absolutely. I'm telling you now, the best trouble is on not thinking. If you don't think, you'll yeah. yourself in the best kind of trouble. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right that you... half of it. <laughs> <laughs> I got in too much trouble growing up with not thinking. Uh, so they're like, I've, got, I've had to sort of uh, put a bit of a filter, you know? Put a filter on it. Do you know what I broke out the other day? The Hardy Books. Ah, uh, no way. I broke them out the other day, right? And I have to say, we tipped me hat to use, lads. You know that? If you haven't seen it, <laughs> everyone is probably bleeding saying it. But if you haven't seen the Hardy books and you're watching this somewhere, I don't know, I'm bleeding West Africa or something like that, watch it. But I'm telling you, how did you... We're hmm. like, not going back to these gaff uh, after that and going, lads, like, what are we actually doing? Like, you know, like, how did you see it? How did you see it coming about? Well... When we were doing it, it was more so like we'd 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 record so much of it. We might record like a scene that 
could take two or three hours, but we should have had it done in 10 minutes. But we would have kept the joke going all the time. But then one of the lads would have went off and edited the whole show together. So we didn't know if it was going to be good or bad. We just knew that we were getting paid a few quid to do it. So we're like, <laughs> that, that suits us down to the ground, you know. So uh, so then we just went from there, really, you know. So when the pitch came down, you was like, yeah, yeah, fast forward, fast forward. How much are we getting? Well, not really, but because we were told what we were getting at the beginning. We were told by, like, when it was on the RT storyline, they give you eight grand per episode for the storyline, and everyone else was putting that money back into the production. But we were like, there's 500 quid for you, there's 500 quid for you, there's 500 quid for you. So we were, like, delighted to be getting paid to be talking shite. And uh, we said, we can make a career out of this, maybe. <laughs> Fairly. The hell, and you have as well. You've done well. You've done I well. I tried to. You yeah. fucks. I just the head above water, anyways, you know. <laughs> yeah, the RT boys like it. You must be doing something. They, well, they do. They like it, but they like they like it on their terms, you know. Like they 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 like stuff you do, but they'll have to they'll slightly bend it towards suiting them as well, you know. Which is fair enough if they're paying paying your money, but it kind of you have to do a compromise with them, you know. Of course, um, I, I have never done a compromise with them myself, to be honest, I've told them anywhere I will be, I will be speaking my mind, and they don't ring me anymore now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, least, at, least you're, at least you're being solid to your word, but like the thing is, you know, like if someone said to you, Paddy, like I'll, go, I'll give you like, I'll give you a million quid if you go on to RTE, like, and do a series about something that you weren't really believing in, like we'll just say Trump, just say like you're like, you've got to go on and talk good stuff about Trump. I mean, for a million quid, some, in your mind, you'd be like, you know what? I could probably do with that million quid. So, like, it's almost like everyone has a price, unfortunately. I don't, though. I don't. You're not? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't get the horn for money. I don't get turned down by the money. That's okay? good. That's good. Yeah, no, I, don't, I get turned down by the freedom that money gives me, though. I've got a few euro on my post office account. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting stamps now I have since I was 13, a euro a week. I'm loaded now. Oh, not bad at all. You keep the money under, under the mattress sort of thing, would you? You know, mats. Oh, listen, I have mattresses under me mattresses. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> mattresses on my bed. I call them. No, man, you're doing it the right way, though. Called safe steer, you know? <laughs> okay, you want to see the story I had there trying to get into the studio a while ago? Came down to the, that came down here, right? Um, down to the gym, so we're not too far from my house, so it's handy. Um, so came in, hadn't got the key off the studio, was 20 minutes late as usual, had to take the door off the hinges on. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't how to take the door out the hinges at it. So you now what? What, what, what? Yeah. It felt great. It felt like I was in a film. I didn't stand back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, You're dead right, though. You made a good decision there because, you know, easily you could have said, oh, you know what, lads, we'll do the podcast another day. But you, you were innovative. So that's the that's the, the lesson there on that one. Straight through the door. I was I was like Santa Claus at a police or something. Santa Claus in an apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> How are you getting on with the RTE thing? Uh, I have to say, it was a bit of crack. It was a bit. Uh, of yeah. Crack. Well, to be honest, uh, Paddy, that was uh, we we're meant to be doing a few more episodes, but because of the coronavirus, they, they said to us, "Well, we can't really do any more, unfortunately." So, it, I was a bit apprehensive when I was doing it because I was thinking to myself, "Well, it's good. It's good to be on telly to get my name out there," but at the same time. You know, you don't want to do something where, like, you're looking at it going, you know. So I think I think I just got it about over the line, you know. But I'd be fairly critical of my own stuff all the time anyways. Really? I wouldn't have even thought that about you, to be honest. Yeah. I have to say, of all the lads doing videos and stuff like that, I have, you're my favourite. Um, like, Thanks, like, buddy. 
we did. <laughs> we got along. You know? we do. I think I think we're similar. We're similar. Like you're like a towny version of me. You know. A mountain man. Hey, London was only saying to me before they came on as well. If you haven't checked this out, right? So um, me and Owen, me and Buzz did a, a, a deadly a hard man in a van. That's right. We talked about it on the last podcast as well, but I'm telling you, would you believe people still send me that to this day, like clips of it going? You serious? Absolutely. <laughs> and you know the messages I get to get you back on the podcast. It actually shows me about people, right? That they don't they don't have our arse in their elbow. They'd be like, Do you know who you should definitely get on? Like who? Your man Bull. Yeah. I'm like, he's been on me. You need to check again. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, you know what? I was on that one before with you, and I, I for some reason, I don't know. I think I maybe I'd like to think I've got mature. How long ago was that? Two years. Oh, more than that, you mad? Five ago, six years ago, five years ago. Fuck. At the time, I don't know what it was, but even even with the like, because you know you don't want to fuck shit up, and it's, when it's on camera, you're kind of like, Jesus, this has to be good, or because your parents will see it, or someone's going to see it. But uh, I had good fun that day with you. I remember like I went into your gaff. And uh, you were showing me a couple of the Reebok things you had there from the boys that sent it over to you. Reebok, you know, Reebok. <laughs> can't, can't beat it. Reebok, that's what uh, things had. And I uh, had an old spin in the van and all of it. Grand old high that. Where did you get Not that? Not bad at all. You know who, you know, actually, you know whose highest it was, I think, actually. His name is uh, Hammer. He drives around for uh, Aslan. He drives Aslan around to gigs. He's, he doubles up as the roadie and security. No way. Security. And here we yeah, are. I swear to God, Sam Lawless. In the mean streets of Jonestown, there I am, uh, joyriding his, his high ace. Don't tell him. <laughs> he sounds like an awful tough. <laughs> I, call him, I call him Sam Monson. He's like, just please call me Hammer. Just call me Hammer. And I was like, oh, Christ above. I'm not going to ask you why he call you Hammer, mate. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's for hanging paintings anyway. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, if you're doing security, it's definitely not. Uh, how are you getting on without a few points? Can't get down to the local, what? I can't go down to the local, but... Would you believe about about half an hour ago I was down in the local pub uh, having a pint because I'm filming a video there one of the days so your man let me in there for a quick pint and I was just just looking around to get a couple of shots and it was nice to be in there very nice. <laughs> we sniffing the seats with. Oh, I was just like, I need this so badly. <laughs> You're like, will you go out there and get an old man and sit him on that? Pest? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm really here. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was so weird to be in there, Paddy, with the. I hit it. I hit the ball like I was playing pool. I, I hit a couple of shots. Even the sound of the white ball being hit, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to come back here and have a few pints with the boys." Yeah, and when you're on the fifth one, when you're like, when you're walking back from the bar and you have that smile on your face, your fifth point is just sunk into your bloodstream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know what though? In fairness, recently, Paddy, I don't know what it is, but I haven't been enjoying the drink as much. I haven't been getting the same hit off it. You know, you need to get, you need a break, so. You need, you need a break. break. Or you need to go deeper. You need to go on harder alcohol. <laughs> and that's good advice or bad advice. I don't know. What would be your tip of the choice? Oh, Jesus. I think, do you know what? I'm, I'm, more of, I'm a seasoned drinker, you know? Like if yeah. it's winter, I'm on, I'm on a cozy Guinness, you know, hugging myself in the corner with a cozy Guinness. Yeah. Uh, summer boomers, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was having a nice quiet beer at the end of the week, like a bottle of beer, I'd have a cold uh, Budweiser. Know nice. what I mean? And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Crazy. When we're out, out, now that's it. Now, when we're hitting uh, Captain Morgan's and Oranges, clear the building. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like yeah. some, uh, one of the men in black things. You know what I mean? And it's like this. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> After me, yeah. that glass, that's all I remember. 
know, would you like, go out once? A, would you go out once a week, or oh, would you with, with the training? You wouldn't be out that much, you know. I don't. I don't get out really an awful lot. To be honest, we I'm flat out most of the time on. You know, like so with the council, I was in a council meeting today, so council still goes on. So um, we're in Zoom meetings and stuff like that. So uh, mm-hmm. I go into my office in the council and uh, and, and sit on my uh, computer. You know what I mean? Because it makes me feel I don't know. Don't look like I own yeah. the council or something. You know, I don't. But like, it's, it's only me and the security lad there. So you know, we could. We could. Yeah. <laughs> Between that so and the club, you must be flat out, yeah? Know, flat, well, the club's kind of on, 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 on its back now, you know what I mean? So uh, because yeah. of, with the Zooms and all that and uh, with the council and, uh, and the podcasts and the amount of other stuff that goes on, it's, it's mental, you know what I mean? But what I have been, I've been doing to ask you this question, right? When I heard it, it actually, I thought it was you trolling when I heard about this fight island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you pattern that? Yes, I'm, I did. I had originally the idea of fighting on a little, uh, on a moving trailer around Mayo. <laughs> but then Dana White obviously heard, he caught wind, he must have some sort of mole over here at Mayo. And he said, you know what, we'll turn the trailer into an island and we'll go fighting on an island. Would you stop? I'm only at the, um, I'm only at the um, introducing you there as Dana White's most wanted man. Yeah. And yet he won't pick up the phone. Like, what's like the irony of it, the hypocrisy of it? <laughs> <laughs> You still doing a bit of fighting yourself? Oh, I just I was doing a bit of shadow boxing there before before dinner, just yeah, to keep the body guessing. Yeah, poor shadow, is he still is he still over there? Afraid uh, of his life, is he? He's in the corner there crying away. In the corner, just a bit, bit, bit of shadow boxing and doing. I've got a kettlebell in the kitchen, so anytime I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, it's just like I'm doing Turkish get-ups and I'm doing swings and I'm just trying to get proper beefy so that when the lockdown is finished, I'm down to five percent body fat. And you're ready to go. Um, ready to go. Are we going to see another Hardy books? Did I hear this? Did I hear this in the walk somewhere? There's a lot of talk about it online now, actually, and a lot of people send me messages about it. Uh, would they like to see it come back? And then I found out through someone else that it was on RT last night. Nobody told me, and nobody nobody ever tells us. So it's on RT for the next five, I think, the next five Mondays in a row. So it seems like it seems like Paddy that there's people biting to to have another season of it. So uh, we'll definitely make it if they want us to make it. <laughs> we will <laughs> As the boo would say, we'll take the ball in the cash if it's gone. <laughs> yeah, they want to throw that money at me. I'm, I'm gone. Anyway, oh yeah, hundred percent. We're talking about boozers there, right? I seen something the other day, deadly. Uh, one of the lads in uh, the UK. I'm actually going to have him on here. I see him, but he makes these cakes, right? Now, what I mean, he can make a cake like your face, and you wouldn't know the difference. You know, you'd have two buzzers in the room. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. He built a little bar he did out the back of what I call the Bulls, the Bulls Barrels or something like that. And I mean, you want to see this thing. It's a legit. It's about the size of this room, but he has lights in it, pub tables, uh, a little tiny pool table. Mm-hmm. Put Instagram up there, he's sitting there and having a point of years in the eye. You know, as a stellar glass. There's a man that craves the pubs. But like, I love the drink, Paddy. I love, like, and I'm not condoning the drink, but I love it. But the thing is, like, I see the likes of you, like, you're doing the podcast, you've got your own club. You see all these other people on Instagram doing really well. So I'm thinking, maybe I need to give up the booze in order to get to the top, you know, that kind of way. Yes, yes, I do. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. And let me tell you, from where we're standing, you're doing great, mate. Really? Don't think yeah. Me. You're doing great from where you're standing. Yeah, from where we're standing. I have to say, right. oh, yeah, I would sit down and watch one of your videos two or three times, I would. Yeah. Oh, thanks very much. Cheers. Uh, the, the, the rest of them are piss pool no, no, I'm only messing but there's a few good ones <laughs> so uh, if you had a free Ireland give us a few rules give us a few things that you would definitely have on free Ireland 
If I had to fight Ireland, oh Christ! Um, you know the way in American, you know, like in American football, you have those boys that go around with the popcorn and the coke, and they're just like tossing that shit to people. I'd have jambons on the go all the time, so I'd have a jambon boy, and he'd just like pinging jambons to lads, so that'd keep them topped up. Bit of soakage because they'd be drinking a fair amount. Then I'd have um, fuck, I don't know. I'd have Big Joe Joyce. would have to fight in every single fight. Oh, brilliant. That, that's he, probably the best one I've heard, yeah. <laughs> he'd be just brought on, I don't know, in the back of a transport box. And he'd be dropped down to the ring. And then we, you could pick anyone in the crowd to fight him. And the winner gets a lifetime supply of jambons. <laughs> they just slide him in. Exactly. <laughs> Who's the main event on Fight Island? Anybody you can pick. It can be a fictional character. He can be dead. It can be Godzilla. I'd say I'd like to see... Fuck, that's a good question. Francis Ngannou versus... No, actually, you know what? Dana White versus... Uh, uh, who's the lad that runs WWE? Uh, Vince, Vince McMahon. Man. Oh, Scott Kroger would be a good one as well. The one that runs Bellator. Scott Kroger. I don't, I don't know what he'd be that tough, though, would he? Uh, he doesn't look tough, to be honest. Uh, Dana yeah. looks like if he lost the head, he'd slap the Mickey. Like. I'm always curious about Dana's side because he's always like doing his like interviews like this. He's got really beefy arms, and I'm like, what's he working out for? What's he planning? Right, so we have four fights on the main card there. We have right, boys. Four yeah. fights. We have Dana White versus Scott Kroger. Build, mm-hmm. build us up. Build us up. Then we have Big Joe Joyce versus Francis Ngannou. Oh, uh, that'll be a nice one. Oh, you smash Francis. Oh, I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see the one. I'd have um, the Bugenhagen versus uh, George Simpier called the flashback fight. Two <laughs> legends of the game. All right, all and right. then, uh, then I'd have Steven Seagal versus uh, any local bouncer that you can find. <laughs> My money's on the bounce, I feel. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, he's, he's fully shaked that line. First round's this. Second round. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, they're, the, they're the kind of fights I'd have, but I'd definitely like to see Francis Ngannou. I was, re- I was watching a lot about his stuff there recently. Did you hear his story, like how, how he started off? Like came over from Cameroon through all the different countries in Africa up towards like I think Spain and to France and then he was sleeping outside he's sleeping outside the gym in France and he came into the gym and he's like do you mind if I do a bit of boxing training and the lad's like well you're a big fella so come on in so he was homeless while training and then and look at him now like he made I don't know 500,000 against Stipe Miocic so it just shows you what kind of legend he is you know oh, that's who I aspire to be <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> How's the Tom Crean check on? Oh, sa- savage, man, savage. Right, do you know what? I'm doing the Zoom classes, I am, for the kids, right? And we had to make our own dummy, right? And I had to tell two of the kids, the ordinary hours, to use that little butter, right? Because he had him with a neck. Mm. You know, I have a dummy. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to use your neck. <laughs> right. Let me show you the dummy I have. One second. I've, I've got oh. a dummy here. Oh, God. This lad. I bought this lad in the post there. Give that lad a slap. <laughs> he looks like Dana Boy. He does a bit, actually. Yeah, that's why I got him. Just so I can give him a big couple of those bad boys, you know. A couple of Scottish kisses. We named him Tom, Tom Crane, and anyway, Tom Crane. Uh, the dummy is named. Right? Everyone gets the name. Do you know why? Why? Because the man can take a hiding. Because <laughs> 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 the man's he can take a hiding. And the he's dummy the need to take a hiding because he's going to take a few of them. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what's the story with the dummy? People are rolling around and you're, you're giving them techniques, is it? So showing them the idea of uh, the roots and the pats, you know, like getting past someone's legs and um, how to hold someone down and 
going to keep people sane in that house at the moment. What are you doing to stay sane through all of this madness? I'm doing about 10 different things because I probably should pick five things, but I'm doing 10 things. I'm trying to learn the flute. I'm right. trying to trying to run a marathon just around the village here. I'm trying to build up to it. Uh, what else am I trying to do? I'm trying to keep the videos going. I'm trying to do like, uh, keep the podcast going. Yes. Yeah. The podcast is another thing I'm trying to keep going. I'm trying to keep my love life going. Um, <laughs> I, I made a bit of bread there the other day, if that counts. Does love life and playing the flu cross over? They do. There's a bit of crossover. Yeah, they both involve no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing as well is I'm I'm growing a lot of veg out the back there because uh, <clears throat> I think that uh, if anything, this coronavirus has made me aware that it's good to be in control of your own destiny when it comes to at least being able to grow your own food. You know. Uh, have you got? Have you got? Got to go back down there to Mayo through all of this madness. Would you believe I actually moved to Mayo? I'm back I'm back now in Mayo as we speak. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I moved down, myself and my missus, we were moving down exactly as the lockdown was happening because I got sick of Dublin, Paddy. There was too much going out for me. So I thought to myself, I can't just keep going on the piss all the time. I had to get out of, out of Dodge altogether. So I just moved back to Mayo, like hibernating like an old badger. Upset everybody and tell them how much you're paying. You're saving by living in Mayo compared to this bleeding. Well, in Dublin, in Dublin, I was paying a grand for like a box room. And Dublin's great crack, don't get me wrong, but like here I'm paying half that for four bedrooms. Oh my god. Like yeah. it's just not on up here, isn't it? With the thing with it, the it's, it's nuts. Like, I mean, it don't get me wrong, the crack is 90, but at the same time, you know, like if you're living in a box room, it's kind of tough on your mind. Like you need a bit of space to humans need a bit of space to to breathe, you know? Oh, exactly. I think I think Anne, if this did on a serious note, exposed Anne, it exposed the um the overcrowding situation that is in Dublin because mm. it, the accommodation has ha made that happen in a way, you know, because uh, yeah. everyone's trying to leave rent their wardrobes and all sorts of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a disaster. It's like, you know, like if you go to the gym and you just keep working on your pecs, Dublin are the pecs, and like, it's all good and well to have nice pecs, but you need to work the quads and you need to work the biceps and you need to work even the neck. So it's just like, spread it out and there'll be less of a chance of, you know, like a crash like there was last time. Yeah, no, 100%. I'm with you. I've been trying to tell the boys for a while now, but they're not listening. <laughs> you need to open up a club in Mayo, Paddy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what do you think about the Taoiseach out having a few cans in the park yesterday? Ara, half of me is kind of like, I let him off. If oh, he wants to have a few cans, you're like, that's, you know, I don't really... Huh? I'm not a fan of a man, but I'll tell you, man's having a few cans in the free... I'm not one to comment on a few cans in the field, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Maybe there should, like, there should be like... There should be probably a line between his, his personal life and then the shy he does in his job. And whether you hate him or not, like, you should be allowed to have a few cans. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's funny, though? Isn't it funny the way, like, Leo, the, like, the lad that runs the country is hanging out in a park drinking cans with his top off. Like, that would never happen in America. The lad that is leading the country would just stand around with his top off. Oh, I just, I, I, uh, I, I think it's a bit mad. And you know, the, you know the, the funny thing is that... Um, the amount of people that are saying, like, on literally, I've seen them in comment sections, like, like, like this, with yeah. people, like swinging hard at people. That photo was taken five years ago, right? And yeah. Leo had it on his own Instagram yesterday that it wasn't. <laughs> and it's like, Do you know what, Paddy? That fucking internet crack and Facebook, and you know, like, I've often been on there, like, even before I go to bed, I'm looking on the phone and I'm like, you know, maybe not recently, but like in the past, I might jump on to something. And I have come to the realization that everyone has their own different opinions of whatever they want to have. Like, but you'll never, you'll never change some people's minds, and you're, 
you're only going to stress yourself out if you're trying to change them. So let them off because people love arguing for some reason. I don't know why. Wow, I do. And you know what? Um, here's something I think that you'll kind of agree with me as well because um, you've obviously been abused online and stuff like that. And when people feel the right that they can just do it and just go for you, you know what I mean? It's, it's not yeah. fair. Right? But we're in a situation there where people are trying to open their businesses and they're trying to, I don't know, say do videos and do all sorts of stuff to kind of, I don't know, get the ball rolling again or, or check out what they... The, the new world has for them or whatever they're, they're, whatever way they're, they're I'm, I'm living in the same world I will be living in that the, the normal world when this time has passed and then um, mm-hmm. through this but um, people absolutely butchering people online now you can see it so I don't know someone opens a bleeding um, say I don't know they're in the park and there's five of them and they're, 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 they're not two metres they're, they're 1.8 metres away and you can see the comment sections and they're being slaughtered What do you think? Should we just let them go? Uh, sorry, Paddy. Cut out there at the last the, the, the question. What was that? Do you think it's fair for people to be butchering people that are opening their businesses and, and all the things? Or should you just leave them on? Stop messing. I don't, I don't think it's fair. But at the same time, these people have been around for like the beginning of, of existence. And they've just been arguing in different ways. Now they have it easier because you can just go onto your phone and argue with anyone. So if you want to, you know... I, I think I could be wrong, but if you want to sort of uh, like get around all of that, then you just need to stand back and say, well, listen, if you've got a problem with it, that's your thing. You can do whatever you want to do, but I'm doing it the way I'm, I want to do it. And I don't care what you say, yes or no, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. So then like, because as I said, like there's always going to be those dickheads out there that are going to argue with you. They're going to say, if you do a video about something, they're going to say, it's, someone's going to say it's good. Someone's going to say it's shite. And, you know, maybe it's better not to attach yourself to either of those uh, opinions. Because as long as you're a good person or trying to be a good person, that's all you can do. Oh, that, do you know what? That's probably some of the best advice that we've got on this podcast. And I did not <laughs> come from you, mate. I'm a deep soul. I'm a deep soul. <laughs> searching, mate. You've been searched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolute pleasure to have you on here. I know you've been out all day. And I said I'd have a little banter on here after you and maybe cheer people up a little bit there we're a bit of banter, and um, it's good to have you on the No Shame podcast again. Hopefully, when we're yep. all through all of this madness, when the purge is over, you'll come mm-hmm. in and we'll have a bit of crack. And you won't be nervous because I remember the last time you were a little bit nervous, weren't you? I'm a different man now, Paddy. As I said, I've, I've become awakened. I'm a woke. I'm a woke individual. I've got a Twitter account and everything. What? <laughs> Stop it. No, I'm joking. I'm actually banned off Twitter. I'm in the process of getting rid of. I just I stay away from Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bad old place to be to be to be hanging around. You know what I mean? It is, yeah. A lot right. of negativity going around there. So you're as well to let it off. But uh, I don't know. I'd love to come on, Paddy. I'd love to come in and, and see you again. It'd be great to see you. When your ma said, when your ma used to say to you, um, "Be careful of the company you keep," mm-hmm. talking about Twitter. Yeah. She just didn't, even <laughs> she didn't know it yet. She didn't. She was ahead of her time. She was ahead Still of is. She was. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Look after yourself, Take care, buddy. That was no shame. Um, I can't remember what episode uh, Robin told me. A hundred and twenty odd, I think, were on. Um, he'd probably put it there on the screen. But uh, yeah, say it again. I've said it before. We would be lost without Robin on this podcast. Um, there you had it. Owen Colgan. Owen is is a, is a funny dude. I have to say, um, there's a great uh, video that we talked. I actually talked about on that about the 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 man in a van. Uh, Cool. How do you come up with these ideas? You know, collecting me outside my house and, and we did what we did. But uh, the amount of people that say to me, See you, did not know that video about Owen Colgan. That made me day. <laughs> Look after yourself.